Yo, I didn't want to take crazy. the lips. Though. Trying to see what was going on. What's up, King Cooley? What up? You want to go back to them lips? What was those lips about? I was trying to figure where that was going. Those lips? Oh, girl. You see them pale? Yeah, who's that? I don't know. I just told. I just told. I, was, I just apologized too. Word. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I was like, oh damn, sorry, sweetheart. As soon as I seen you call, I was like, shit. <laughs> I tried to follow, but the shit went. You know what I mean? <laughs> that shit was weird. It was no lip, no face, no eyes. It was just a pair of lips. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, yo, I, I ain't know he was gonna switch me over to you because um, I saw the homeboy got switched out. So I said, let me holler that PC. And then Shorty came in with them lips. I was like, oh, oh, oh damn. Too late. Thank you, oh boy. I'm like that. I don't know what the fuck happened. Cool, though. Okay, I thought you knew. I didn't want to mess up your little time with her. I'm talking about. Nah, I'm a married man. You know what I'm saying? This is this is fun for me. Oh, right? all, right, all right. Cool, cool. I ain't know. <laughs> I just, you know, they'll be out here. This time of night, you're going to catch them. They out here. <laughs> uh-huh. I see. I be seeing them, you know? I be, I be, I be looking, looking at looking at this shit. Well, because a few times, Shorty was like, yo, you do stereo meet and greets? I'm like, what? That's a, that's a thing? It was using like a date. Yeah. Right. Because, right? you know, the concept at first was dating. You know, the guys who created it, the whole concept was to create a dating app at first. But then they realized they'd probably make a lot more money trying to create an online radio. For everybody, you know, jump in the radio business and chop it up. But people still going to use it. They're going to still use it for what they use. So it doesn't matter. We also use do audio technicians. So we we use working out in the city, New York. Yeah, yeah. It's a company called um, King Cole Audio Visual. Um, it was in Long Island. It was in was it Long Island City? Yeah, Long Island City. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was on Long Island. Because I. I used to do some side jobs with um, <laughs> Bentley Mika. You know Bentley Mika? Bentley Mika. Damn, why does that shit sound so familiar? They used to do like Cipriani's. They used to do all the dope shits. Like, the Cipriani's used to be an old bank, and they had closed the bank down and turned it into like a little uh, uh, event hall. And so we used to do a lot of events at Cipriani's and Bentley Mika. They out of Wall Street downtown. They still hiring right now. Like, if you knew somebody who needed, you know, some work, whatever, they'll train you, start you fresh. But now it's COVID. But you know, if you want to steer some young young cat who ain't, you know, he's trying to find a way, Bentley Meek is a good place to start. But there, I did that when the power was slow. Yeah, Bentley Meek. But yeah, so I thought that I had passed through. And when you was talking about you did, I said, "Damn, I'm sure me and him worked together." I thought you had worked with Bentley Meek. That's why I was trying to find that. Yeah, so it was a, it was a um a joint called King Cole Audio Visual type shit, and we used to mm, do okay. um, dope setups for like for like uh parties and shit, like Bloomberg TV, all that like like oh, it was like a lot of corners. we call those industrial. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so shit like that, like you know what I'm saying. You did um, a lot of industrial, like they would do TED talks. Um, you do all the like you yeah, go to a like hotel, like that, bro. Yes, you the hotel events, all the all the ballroom events, ballroom big facts. You I know did what I'm a thousand of them shit. Yeah, yeah, and the Trump hotel, all you that shit. Roll, I was you, all, all those, son. 
red carpet Word. shit. Like, I was like, you got like five, yeah, that's you, you running five different rooms and shit. We got a room over here, room over here, room over there. That room need twelve yeah. lights. This one over here, like the whole floor. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's just fire. I ain't gonna yeah, lie. Hey, yo, look, I learned, I learned so much from mm-hmm. that shit. I ain't gonna hold you. I learned so much from that shit. Yeah, me too, man. I'm glad I did start young when hip hop was just getting started. I, I jumped in, but behind the scenes, of course, everybody wanted to be the rapper. I had some, I had some raps. It didn't make it like that, so I said, "Let me get behind the scenes." And then so, you know, you start carrying niggas' records and shit. Next thing you know, you moved. I worked for DNA International Records, so I was like co-manager or, or, or manager in training or intern for. EPMD when they first came out, strictly business album and all that. I'm the one who was pushing their album across the states. It was no internet, so I had to literally call every record store around the country. Literally get on the phone and call these record stores. Yo, how's my record doing in the store? Yeah, I want you to push EPMD. And I had Super Lover C and Casanova Red at the same time. So I said, yo, I got Super Lover C, Casanova Red t-shirts. I'm going to send y'all some shirts. I'm going to send y'all some album covers to y'all store. And I push, push, push that shit around the country. And that shit blew up through the James. Y'all wouldn't have heard none of that if it wasn't for me. I'm 18. I'm little nigga. Little oh, that's nigga. So-, so that's how I first got in. And then next thing you know, I got offered the job at the Apollo. Oh, my God. I never looked back. How the fuck you get that? Once I got like, to the who, Apollo. Who well, gave you the who my mom? How I got in the I, Apollo? It was a it was a connect. It had to be a small plug. Somebody, yeah, you know what I mean? Course. Like, how, how of go? course, you could. I couldn't get into the Apollo to see the Dougie Fresh Rap Mania show. I had to sneak in. Thousand of us yeah. bum rushed the backstage. This is my first time ever coming to the Apollo. Is yeah. I bum rushed the back door with a thousand of my friends? Ah, boom, rap show. Fuck the security. Boom, we ran in, ran upstairs. You know that's how we always did it. Thousand niggas running the back door. It's over. What they gonna do? Catch us all? They can't catch everybody. So, so I'm in rap show. I'm in rap mania. Uh, Nowadays, (laughs) now you can't. (laughs) Nowadays, you gotta get (laughs) capped. But back then, you bum rush security. You know they're gonna catch a few people. You know, but everybody's eighty percent of people getting in. So I get upstairs. I ran all the way up to the top. They said, you got to run all the way up to the top because they're going to kick the people out downstairs because they know you ain't got no ticket downstairs. So we ran all the way up top. They let us rock out up there a little bit. So I seen Rap Mania for the first time. That shit was insane. I said, this is where I want to be. And so I ain't know. You're I didn't think nothing about it no more. My brother used to do amateur night. He was a singer. So he used to sing. He used to win trophies and bring them home amateur night. I was like, damn, this thing is singing his ass off. So he used to be in a group with um, Ted Riley, him, um, Allison Williams, and um, Keith Sweat. It was the four of them. My brother's the only one who didn't make it out that group. <laughs> the one who didn't get famous out of that group. But now he's all right because he still do his little thing. So he getting, he getting his little money. But it was just funny how all four of them was coming up together in the same group. Actually, Ted Riley, uh, I'm sorry, Keith Sweat wasn't really in the group. He was like the, the the ops, but then eventually they realized that they had to come together if they wanted to win the competitions. But at first he was the ops. But it was funny. But long story short, and he used to unplug because my brother was a lead singer. Keith Sweat was a back background singer. He used to unplug my brother's mics, fix the tweak the fucking audio. Why this niggas on stage? Crazy shit. Keith Sweat was wild. Wow. Shout out to Keith Sweat though. <laughs> Keith Sweat but so I got an apology because <laughs> I was, um, you know, I was, um, I worked at the, I mean, uh, my people, um, I-
I wasn't doing too hot, you know, in the streets, whatever. I was in the streets. So my mother, she didn't like it that much. She was a parole officer, so she didn't like it. And she was trying to get me off the streets, whatever. And so she knew this kid. He worked in my building, you know, a little older than me, about five. He was about 10 years my senior. And she used to talk to him all the time. And, you know, he was cool because I used to, when I was younger, I used to do the newspaper route in my building. So I knew him already. He was, I was a kid, but I grew up now. I'm, I'm in the streets. So she was like, yo, my son, you know him? Yeah, I know your son. I'll be seeing him, you know, in and out. How's he doing? He good. But you know, I was in and out, you know, getting getting arrested and all that. So she, she was like, he was like, yo, why don't you tell him to come to your parlor? I'm going to have a job for him. Now, this ain't the stage or nothing. It was just working upstairs, putting electricity and hanging pictures on the wall. And all that. Some dumb shit. So I was like, all right, fuck it. And I came in for the interview. And I was like, yo, so um, this is 1988. I just came home from the military. Because I did do some military time. Because I was getting in trouble. Got arrested. The judge told me, yo, you want to go to jail? You want to go to the military? I was like, is that a real question? And he said, nah, it's a fucking real question. They gave me a chance. Back then, they gave us a chance. right? I said, so if I go to jail, how much I get paid? He said, 83 cents an hour. I said, if I go to the military, how much I get paid? 83 cents an hour still the same shit? He said, nah, you're going to get regular pay. 400 and something, whatever it is a week. I was like, what? I think I'll take the military. And that's, that shit saved my life, bro. That shit no saved... My, my, I ain't gonna never smile. Like, I'm glad that I had a judge like that who did looked at me and realized, okay, he might have just, you know, because I can speak. Yeah. You know, I, I went to school, you know, I, I can always talk with the best of doctors, lawyers, whatever. Yeah. So he saw how I'm telling you, he just said I was in the wrong place, wrong time. Okay, so he put me in the military and he told me, I didn't know, but he told the military officers that I can't quit. Like I'm not allowed to quit. No, he told me I'm not allowed to quit, but they can they can kick me out. But then it'll be you know no penalties, no foul. They kick me out, no foul. So I was trying hard to get kicked out, but he told them that they couldn't kick me out. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I'm trying to get kicked out, trying to get kicked. I ain't even kicked. I did everything. I went to the military jail. I sold weed to the officers. I was doing anything I could to get kicked out. Word. I was selling weed in the NCO club. Like, I did whatever I want. I, I, I moved in with German girls. I had a whole German thing going on. With, you know, it was a brothel oh. shit going on in my crib. I was selling cigarettes to the Germans. Black market oh, cigarettes. Yeah. You know, all kind of shit just kick out. They wouldn't do it. They kept putting me in jail, though. You know, they locked me up. MPs would come get me. All that dumb shit. So I was like, damn. I went. I left the streets to, from getting locked up to come here to get locked up. Nah. I was like, nah. I switched it up. I said, right, boom. I'm going to fuck with this army shit. And so I did it. I switched it up, and that shit paid, paid off. I got home. They was giving me cash bonuses. I was buying motherfuckers troop jackets. I bought the whole neighborhood troop jackets. That money, I ain't know about yeah, that kind of money. Yeah, you that troop word. That's God. what I was talking about. That. Right. So and then I yeah, burned I my shits after I found out what it meant. Yeah. But okay. I was buying that sneakers for the hood. I was like the Jay-Z of my hood real quick because that money was so quick and so fast, I didn't understand it. So, and then I got out. They was like, you got military homes. You got this. I still got my home. I never used it. My friends like, you, you sat on your shit for 30 years? I'm like, yeah. Now I can still get the, a better home than I would have got 30 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway. So, when I got to Apollo, so they, you know, he, he said, yo, come to the Apollo. So, I was hanging pictures and doing a little maintenance. You know, I, I learned from the, I was working with the electrician. So, we was putting wire, wiring light bulbs in and all. Like, he taught me about electricity and this whole shit. So once I learned that, I kept watching the stage. I'm working, but I'm watching the stage. Everybody's shows is coming in, shows going out. I can't touch the stage. I'm not even nowhere near the stage. I'm so far removed from the stage. And I'm at, I work here, and I'm like, I don't even get to be on the stage. I can't. I said, y'all want to work on the stage. And I asked him, I said, y'all want to work on your crew. 
because he was the head of the stage crew. You know, I said, I can't get on your crew. He said, ah, I got to see. So he had to talk to all the OGs because everybody, I'm 21 at the time. All the other niggas in the crew, part and stuff. I don't like to call them niggas, but everybody else in the crew was um a, little, a lot older than me. Like 10, 10, 5, 10 years, my seniors, they didn't want me in at all. I'm 21, snotty no little kid, gangster nigga from the street. Ah, they did not want that's me that's at all. It was a Word. certain type of crew. You know, they had a certain vibe. I wasn't was part union. of that. I didn't have that vibe. Nah, it, ain't, it wasn't union yet. This is not union. It's Percy Sutton's. My shit was a union. I had the same experience. Go ahead, go ahead. Right, but we made it union. We struck. I was part of the striking team at the Apollo, and we struck 16 weeks outside. We didn't let nothing come in, nothing go out the Apollo. That's a whole nother day story. And we could talk about that one another time, me and you. I don't mind me and you doing some shit like this and we talking about some old school shit because a lot of people ain't really doing that. But Because we old. Fuck it. I don't mind be, yeah, talking about old shit. That. I got a couple. It's about five other people on here that's from the Apollo, and I hope you with all of them and you could just, you know, interview everybody. And we all got Apollo stories, different ones. It's crazy, you know. But and I think that that's a good, good little avenue because your lane is different. It's gonna be different on here than everybody else. I see, you know. Yeah, you're gonna do the games and all that, but your lane, you got a whole nother lane, bro. You sh- you can kind of uh, and that was um, that's why I pulled in because I know, you know, you got a lane here, and you can you can you can rock your lane because ain't nobody in it. I ain't gonna say much else on this app. You know what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, so I got in, boom, I started working on the stage. But guess what? I'm still far from removed from the stage because he got me all the way up in the rafters, 60 feet up in the air over the stage, working up on the top, <laughs> pulling weights. Yeah, I'm like, God. So I'm getting closer and closer. Man, I finally get to the stage, start doing my thing, working as an electrician. I, I rocked it out. I became a lighting designer. The first show I did as uh, LD, helping LD was Jodeci's video, freaking you. That freaking you video live at the Apollo. You can pull that shit up. I helped do the lighting on that. That was my first gig. When I did that, they was like, yo, you got a passport? I was like, nah. They said, get your passport in two days and then call me back. I got my passport in two days. It cost me like $90. You can get it in two days. Got my passport. Boom. Gave me the fly now. I called them back. I called them back. My man, I was on tour running with Jodeci, the freaking, freaking you tour. I mean, uh, the show, the after party, the hotel tour. Holy moly, I'm 21. This tour was bananas. I didn't know what. It was the show. We did the show. You took girls from the show. Boom. Y'all want to come to the after party? Yeah, yeah. We took a whole flock of girls. Got a whole separate van called the, the girl van, right? Filled up the van. I don't care if they had seats or not. Lay on the floor. Everybody get in. We was pushing them in. You know how it is. Stuffing mm-hmm. the van in. Slam the door. Took all the girls from the show to the after party. Now we get them in the after party. Ah, they they come in with us through the back door, you know. Well, not me. I'm back door too. You know, I'm running with them. I'm not the celebrity. I'm running on their on yeah. their ticket too. <laughs> uh-huh. But we got our shorties with us. They let us bring shorties with us. Yo, go grab you some shorties. You go to the after party. Back. We take all the shorties to the after party. Now we get to the after party. The rule is you got to drop them off at the after party. Once we get in the after party, they say, "Yo, y'all got the VIP section for y'all." Boom, boom, boom. We're not allowed to bring these girls to that VIP. And I'm like, "But wow." We brought them here then. They said, now you can go hang with them down there, but they can't come up here. And you want to be flossing the VIP. So you're like, I got to let you go, shorty. You got, you know, you in. So word, this is how it was, this is the rules. So shorty's in now. And now she, she, you can't, can't really rock with her. You fuck with her. You like her from the show and y'all rocking. Then you can go out there and rock with her. And then 
Cool. Yeah, but do you? you so sometimes that, I did that, but I realized the flow was the after party. Free champagne, bottles popping, everything free, boom. So, you know, you want to get in the VIP. So you got to, so I go back to VIP and then I get to VIP. Boom. More shorties. These are the hot, a, a different type, different class. These are a little bit, a little bit better. Now, some of these girls was after, at the show, some wasn't. So the girls who didn't get to the show, they're more excited to see them because they ain't seen them all day, you know? It's their first time. So, boom, we get there. Word, now we got the after show. Now we got the after party chicks. Boom, boom, boom. They flossing with us. We partying. All the girls we brought from the show, they looking at you. They mad. They crossing their eyes. They tapping their feet. They rolling their eyes at you, looking at you in the VIP. And I'm like, what? I mean, what? It's my job. You know, this is what we do. <laughs> all right, they get mad. So, boom. Now we going to the hotel, after party over. Fill up the van. We taking everybody from the after party to the hotel. Now the girls from the show, they know the van. They standing by the van because they think that's their ride home. Oh, no, 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 no. But we we got a whole new group of they don't people get no we got put in this Nah, they, how, how, how'd you get to that? Uh, listen, we got you in the after party. Yeah, all like, like, Y'all yeah, from we here. We're not from here. I'm sure you got a friend or two that's in nope. here. We brought your, you and your friend. Both of y'all can find a way home. But so then we go from the after party, we drag, fill up the van. Now we're going to the hotel. The hotel is bananas. Bananas, because now let's say you didn't come with us, but you found out where we was at anyway. The hotel is flooded. People running up and down the hall, naked girls around. All you had to do was open your door, snatch, and close the door. That's how it is. It was like that. And I'm like, oh my God, she was crazy. And this is every city, every city. <laughs> Bro, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I was 21. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> I was not ready for Joe to see, bro. So then I slowed it down. I went, I went with Lauren Hill after that. Yeah. I did Drew Hill. Then I did, you know, Little Mary Day. Then I went on tour with uh, Rock Kim. It just kept going. It kept switching after that. But I was just on and running. That one Joe thing took me to the top. Now, my best. I think one of my best is Alicia Keys because I started with Fallen and we took her all the way to the top. And so mm. I saw her get her five Grammys. And when she got the five Grammys in her arm, when she was holding them, she couldn't even hold them. We was trying to help her because we was stacking them in her arm. Like we just, we had her go like this and we put them all in there because she couldn't even hold them. So we was just stacking them shit so she could hold them all and we took the photo. Yo, it was just crazy. She's like, wow, it was a crazy ride. It was, beautiful it was only a year, beautiful. two years. It yeah, only cool. took her two years to do all that. Yeah. Is, is Alicia Keys as beautiful as she is on the pictures and shit in person? Yes. Now, see, you gotta remember, I met an 18 year old, 17, 18 year old Alicia Keys. Amazing. Oh. A special, special, beautiful individual. Her moms, everybody, family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Beautiful. Now, I'm not saying she's not, but as she got older, you know, people get older. She, she, dropped she that got first married, album. she had kids. That first album was amazing. I thought that she had brought the best of what she had because she'd been rocking for a while before that. Tried here and there and think she was on a different label. It didn't work out. And then she got with the right people and it worked for her. And I thought that when I first fall, heard Fallen, I'm home. You know, I'm already in the business by then. So I'm like, damn. I was like, the first Fallen time I said, I'm going to go. One, 2000? Fallen was that shit. What, what Fallen year was, was 2000. That? 2000, right? Yeah, 2000. So I'm like, damn. I'm going to go on tour with Shorty. And I swear to God, two days later, I promise you, 
Ray Chu, shout out to Ray Chu and the crew. Shout Ray Chu from the Apollo called me up on the phone and said, what do you want to do? I got an artist that wants you to come on tour. Can you make a meeting? I said, yeah. Never mentioned who he was. Never. I said, I'll make that meeting. It's Ray Chu. Ray Chu ain't going to give you nothing bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Ray Chu again and his wife because I think she has something to do with it too. So um, Vivian Scott Chu. I don't want to just say his wife, Vivian Scott. Now Vivian Scott Chu. Shout out to you, Vivian. So Vivian. Um, they, yeah, Vivian. Y'all know Vivian did her thing back in the day. She was bending this thing, grinding. She's grinding. All right. But anyway, so they, they put me on. I'll go to the meeting. It's Alicia Keys and her management team. I'm like, uh, I just said this two days ago. Boom, it was in my lap. So I ran all the way to the We took all the way to the Grammys. I did the Grammy Award. I lit that, too. That's a classic. I lit a lot of classics. I lit the show when 50 Cent got his chain snatched in Africa. I lit that one. I was there for that. I lost my Alicia Keys jacket because, remember, I told you I got the um, the Averex thing with Alicia Keys. I got I broke the deal with Averex and Alicia Keys. So she had the tour jackets, the Alicia Keys tour jackets. My man's that was- fabulous uh, chain. <laughs> Say it again. My man, oh, my man. The most established. <laughs> nah, nah, not nah, this chain. Mm-hmm. He, he punched Fabulous in his face uh, when he did the premiere. You know Fabulous? I know you know Fabulous. Yeah, I, I did a fast tour too. Yeah, I know you were saying some shit like that before. So I mentioned it. He did. I it, he did. Mm-hmm. Um, with um, we'll push your teeth. Like, that tour, I did that. One. <laughs> he did like his first single. He went on City Line on Liberty in Brooklyn, East New York. And my man, um, my man, don't don't just duff this shit. Boop. Caught him. Like, you know what I mean? Wow. Snatch it through that shit. Yeah, that shit was funny as hell. I ain't never believed the story either. You know what I'm saying? He just told me that shit every every, every day. Like, yo, Fab's a cool dude. It was cool. He keep a lot of goons around him, but, you know, he can get goon. I guess. I seen him get gully one day or two days, but for the most he part, he even have a name for sure. himself. Nah, he didn't even have a name for himself. It was, it was, you know what I'm saying? It was just right. some. It was just some, some street shit. Yeah. It was I, I dare you type shit, nigga. You know what I mean? Some shit like that. That's what it was. You know what I mean? And, like, and yeah, my nigga, yeah, he not all the way, he not all the way right up top. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm only assume somebody from my hood probably was like, yeah, I dare you. And he's like, I, he probably was like, oh, I snuff this nigga right now, type shit. And he's like, I dare you. Right, right, you right. know what I mean? Gas him up. Yeah, gas him up. You know what I mean? Probably duff him or snatch him, whatever the fucking thing was. But I never mm-hmm. believed this shit. I always heard this shit in the hood, but then I always had to ask like oh, other OGs to confirm type shit. And it's like, yeah, son. You know what I mean? Yeah, it happened. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. This nigga really did that? <laughs> and it's like, wow. Man, I got stories to tell. Like, maybe one I day think- I write a book because a lot I'm- of them, you know, I've signed a few confidentiality agreements, but not many. But they always you know, want you to you sign man. some shit. I'm like, yo, I don't sign no more of those. I used to do it in the beginning when I first started. Then I found out what the deal. I was like, I'm not signing shit. But you either trust me or you don't fucking trust me. I'm not signing shit. Ever heard of a story with Foxy Brown? Um, Huggy on her purse snacks or some shit like that. Yeah. Was it was it Foxy Brown? Or little, no, it was Little Kim. It was definitely Foxy Brown, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but I remember one time. Yeah, I shouldn't say that, but no, I don't know. She came to Apollo one time. She was young, about 18, 17. She mm-hmm. coming to do a show, and she was. Like, Musty, like, yo, she smelled like a bag of onions and garlic potato chips. I'm like, yo, oh, yo, you oh, didn't, 
like yo, Brown, go in and get the deodorant, something, anything, deodorant, anything. Right now, I'll get it for you. What you need? I'll run to the studio. Yeah. Talk about it. Let's talk about Hey, no, we're not gonna even share that. <laughs> no, we're not gonna share that, but I'm just saying it's just crazy. Like, god damn, yo, you can make it on stage, like my homegirl home, home fucked her up in pink houses over there by pink houses. <laughs> yeah, she was Brooklyn, you know. Foxy oh, Brown was Brooklyn. She get it in. Robbed her purse or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, she she, she had a lot of issues. A lot of people talk to Foxy Brown because she was cute. She thought she talked a lot of Brooklyn shit and, and you know when you talk shit, people gonna try you. Uncle Murder from my side too. Yeah, Uncle Murder's cool. Um I used to like his you know, his wrap it up. I wasn't really too much a fan, but don't wrap it up. What fucks with his wrap it up? He really from pink houses, but he be he be in Cyprus. You know what I'm saying? I'm on my side. Yeah, I did the Fifty Cent. Um, one of my favorite shows with Fifty was really not a show, but we lit. He asked me to um, put my team together, and we 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 hooked it up for uh, his grandparents' fiftieth anniversary. That was dope. At his house. This is Fifty. It was dope. Yeah, Patty. Yeah, Patty Labelle performed. Yeah, privately, just for his grandparents. It was a private function, but we, you know, I set it up. I did all the lighting. You know DJ Punch? But that's one of the dope that, huh? You know DJ Punch? Yeah, I, I, I am Punch. DJ Push? Punch, DJ Punch. Punch, yeah, I think I met DJ Punch. Sounds familiar. He a little, he, he, was, he, he, he kind of hefty dude, a little hefty. Yeah, t- yeah tall as shit. Yeah, he was the DJ for Takashi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he think I met him in the past. He used to do the shit for um, This Is 50. I think he was he was like a host or some shit like that for This Is 50 or something for This Is 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He do sound familiar. Yeah, yeah. Tall dude, tall motherfucker. Yeah. But I remember when This Is 50 first started. That's Those are the shows I did. Like, I'm on This Is 50 a couple times. I had a diamond tester. I don't know if you saw that. When I was testing G-Unit's diamonds with my diamond tester, they got mad. It was like, yo, shot. My name is Shahid Muhammad. Yo, Shah, I thought you was, I thought you was gene unit, nigga. You, you know, we're here trying to test our diamonds. I'm like, come on, yeah, yeah, yo, sit. I was like, come on, you know, I, you know, I don't, I ain't trying to, you know, what I'm talking about, but yo, I'm yeah. trying to let niggas know these shit's real. I, I'll put yeah. you on the line. I put a lot of rappers on yeah. test. Some of them shits was fugazi. Yeah, but they was getting replicas because they ain't want to lose it. Insurance policy type shit or right. whatever it was. Shout out to my man, rest in peace to Prodigy. Exactly what Prodigy told me. Because when I checked his shit, rest in peace, my brother, no no, no cap on you and nothing like that. But I checked his shit and shit didn't go off. And I'm like, yo. And I didn't say that. It was just me and him. And then um, he was like, come on, B. I don't, I don't wear my shits out here. Like, fuck these other rappers. These niggas are stupid. I'm a smart rapper. My shit is in the safe. What <laughs> the fuck you talking about? I got yep. papers and on my insurance. My, my, yeah, just- my jury got paperwork. You got paperwork. As long as you get paperwork, you're good. And, and right. I know a lot of yeah. Right. <laughs> so I was like, ooh. And that was a good answer, too, because it was way off my Richter. I would have never thought that that's the way he was going with it. And, and, and I believed him. He looked me dead in the eye. I was like, yo, my man, you think I'm going to wear that shit out here? I'm on tour, nigga. You stupid. Mm-hmm. What happens I know what it is. And you know who I had a, about a three-hour conversation with that I'll never forget? And it was only once. We only met, like, really once our whole life. But our connection was crazy. CL Smooth. Shout out to my brother. That's the smartest. If you sit down with CL Smooth and kick it one day, bro, he's on Instagram. He's still out here. That brother's 
mine is amazing, bro. Three okay. hours. It was supposed to be like a 10-minute conversation. Hmm. Same thing that happened with me, Q-Tip, um, Ali Shaheed. We was all in the room with Most Def. Most Def was eating. He was on fire that day. On fire. Fire. Some of these dudes, bro. Huh? You fuck with your It's crazy. We only know, we only know some parts of them, but when you get to know the real people, some yeah. of their minds is amazing. That's lit. So I gotta shout these people out because I've I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly in this business. You know, I ain't gonna put nobody on blast here ever or anywhere because that's just not my style. But I'll shout out all the the good shit. You know, I might throw a little fake jab, but it ain't nothing disrespectful. It's just shit that happens in the industry that people think everything is all golden. It ain't. A lot of people have hard times. I've seen fights backstage with some of your favorite rappers, and you don't want to see that. You really don't want to see that kind of shit. Not when you like both of them. You can't. I don't take sides. They asked me to look. I'm related to um, Irv Gotti and them by blood, but Mm -hmm. I never worked with them. I never did business with them. We all know when we see each other in passing, we speak. We give each other the nod because we know we, we family. But I was on tour with G-Unit. So it was shaky. It was a fucking hairy situation. So they thought I was the ops. Like, I'm, you know, I'm in the middle. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I don't get in down with none of this. I'm not down with none of this, bro. <laughs> like, when I told you, well, I was trying to tell you this mm-hmm. time when, you know, I broke the deal with Alicia Keys and them. So I got two jackets. They had the NBK Entertainment jacket. They made two two versions. And then they made Alicia Keys tour jacket. Because he was, uh, mm-hmm. was on tour, you got the tour jacket. And he was down with the management, you got a management jacket. All right, so I had two jackets. Plus, I broke the deal. So, of course, I'm getting two for free. No time. But so so Alicia Keys had personally signed my jackets on the inside. They had the plastic on the inside with her tour dates and everything in it. It had all the fire. tour dates on the inside. And so it's a fire jacket. And if somebody still got one today... It's classic. And so she has signed mine specifically. But when they start, when they took 50 cent chain off his neck in Africa, I had to leave my lighting position because shit went, I don't know if y'all watched the video, but it went crazy, pandemonium. I left my jacket right motherfucking where I was at. I just left because shit got crazy. And we in Africa and it was bananas. I, it's a long story, but Wanna be left I, back I didn't even grab my shit. He just, they just told everybody, yo, let's go. We had private jets. We had to wake up the, the pilots at the hotel. We, we was on the phone like waking up because we had private jets. Wake up the private pilots. We out of uh-huh. here. Motherfuckers had the jets running and we went from the show straight to the airport. We had people grabbing our shit from the hotel, bringing our shit down. We went straight to the jets and these dudes was behind us with motorcycles kicking the van. Shit is crazy. Niggas think Africa is all good. Yeah, let's go back to home to Africa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that good bubble Hit that bubble, King. Uh, Africa's beautiful, but it, see, the whole thing is with a lot of these celebrities, they go to Africa and they don't they don't leave nothing in Africa. You understand? You come out here to see your brother. You know they a lot of them ain't doing good, bro. A lot of places we went, they could barely get the money together to come to the concert. And they probably saved their whole 90 days to go. And for us to get there, all they wanted was a little something. So 50 cents. And this was started, the, and you can go back to the videos, it started the problem because he took off his hat and he threw his New York hat into the crowd. Africa, I mean, we just got off the plane. We ain't even at the show yet. They just waiting at the airport. We didn't even get in the cars. It's a whole bunch of Africans at the airport. He threw his hat. That was cool. Somebody grabbed the hat, a little kid, boom. And then they caught the hat. But then now, it's like, oh no, 
another time a, a young kid grabbed his cent hat and snatched it off his head and ran. So we knew right then, okay, they want stuff. So they was like asking me, so you gonna leave your Nikes for me and all that? What you gonna leave for your brother? Um, I said, I don't know about that, but it was one security dude. He, he was with us the whole time, big dude. I think he was like police or whatever. I don't know, but he was undercover. And when I did leave, I gave him my Nikes. They were brand new when I came. I said, here, I can give me another pair. But to them, that was like everything, you know? So they said, what you gonna leave for your brother? And they expect us to kind of leave something for them. You know, we can always double up and get that shit again in America. But for them, it takes 90 weeks to get a pair of fucking kicks. And just to get it mailed to you and all that's crazy. So that's what happened. So that's when they snatched 50 Cent chain off his neck. And 50 Cent and all of them, everybody jumped in the audience and started wailing on it. It was crazy. So I left. I had to run because I, I was, I, you know, you know, your boys is fighting. You, you, you running. You jumping in. Oh, yeah. So it was pandemonium. And we all left the whole G unit. We all got out there. You know, the whole team, crew, everybody, we got out there safe because it wasn't safe. But we had police escorts. It was crazy. And we got to the airport and we got to customs. This is the part. We get through customs. They showing our ID and all that. And the dudes are still running behind us through the customs. And I'm like, yo, yo, stop them. They're not with us. We all together. But this is where it ends. None of those guys are with us. And then the dude came up to him and said, go ahead and stop me. And he said, you know, I know where your mother lived, right? And the guy was like, yeah, yeah. The gangsters run Africa, bro. Yeah, he said, bro, I know where your mom's in the lived. Huh? They run that shit. These young niggas was like, yo, the security, the customs agents, they was like, nah, I can't do, I can't touch him. And he let him run right to the tarmac, bro. Oh. I got so many stories about Africa. I don't want to bash Africa. Africa is a beautiful place. But don't get it twisted when you get there thinking, I'm from New York, I'm from America. Yeah. 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 I've they seen dudes, they, they came out, we had the two, like I said, we had two private jets. They came, one, 50 Cent and them had one jet, and the crew had another jet. And, and they came on our jet with guns, looking for 50 Cent, went to his jet, snatched him off his jet, took him on their jet, which they had a private jet too, and flew the fuck off. This is the same day they took his, took his chain. So we didn't know what happened. We waiting around, 50 Cent missing, chains missing, it's all over the news. Then we see him on the news. <laughs> we like we at the hotel. We watching the news. Fifty cents hey, yo, on the news. They down found right him. It's going you know down, y'all. <laughs> yeah. You know the where he was in that fifty and then stole the jewels <laughs> and put him on a private jet with guns blazing. And you know where they took him to? You know who they, that snatched him up? What? Nelson Mandela. He was sitting next to Nelson Mandela in a picture and 10 minutes later on the news, we was like, oh, it was Nelson Mandela's niggas that grabbed him. Yes. Yeah, we didn't know what was going on, bro. Getting hit on him. His team came and snatched him up. Yeah, and protected him. Said we and he had his chain back on his neck. And he had his two chains on his neck. Like, yeah, got his shit back. I'm like, Mandela got power, bro. Yo, look how fast that story gets. He had 50 he had 50 cent chain. He had 50 cent and 50 cent chain within two hours back on his neck. And he had 50, 50 and his chains. I was like, Mandela, I fucked with him. He had power, you bro. Get- you don't know what kind of power that is in Africa. What? You you know it. That, this is- that, I was amazed. I was amazed. But I still want my Alicia Keys jacket back. So whoever got my shit. Mm-hmm. Run that motherfucker. <laughs> 30 years later, 20 years Alicia- later, I know you still got my jacket. 
It's in Africa, but I gave something back. You know, I, I left something in Africa, my Alicia Keys jacket. And you left your kicks. You know what I mean? And my you kicks, know. but I gave my kicks to that. Yo, he took care of us, though. Yo, he was, I'm afraid, he was like our personal security the whole time because everybody got their own personal security guard out there. It's, it's bananas, bro. Exactly. Exactly. Go back and watch the video 50 Cent in Angola. This is 50.com. 50 Cent gets his chain snatched. Just go watch the video. You'll see me in the front. Like, back up. I got long dress telling everybody, back up. Because it was getting crazy. I didn't know. Yo, you, you know, I felt it. I had to tell, you know, this one dude, this one dude out there, he says, I'm the African 50 Cent. I said, how are you the African 50 Cent? He said, because I got shot 16 times. So I got shot more times than 50, but I got stabbed and cut with a few machetes. And he showed me the machete cut across his whole chest. Oh my God. He said, all I want to do is get a picture with 50. So I said to 50 Cent, I said, please take a picture with this nigga, please, so we can get him out the hotel. He was like, I'm the African 50 Cent. Hey, you ever ever had a a conversation with Cool Mo D? Did I ever have a conversation with Cool Mo D? Sure. Cool Mo D used to live in Harlem. He was in the hood. When they made that record, um, The Wild Wild West, and he made that record, um, I'm from downtown, 129th Street Convent. Yeah, I think that was Wild West. Whatever that was, I was at that video shoot, and I know Kumo D. Plus, I know his brother. His brother worked at the Apollo. His brother's Deweys. Shout out to brother Deweys. I think they were twins or whatever, something like that. They're twins. Anyway, shout shout out to Deweys and Kumo D because Kumo D used to come to the Apollo every day because that's his brother. Trying to get the real hip hoppers to understand where you coming from and 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 like the back stories to all this shit because a lot of people is gonna be like, oh. You know what I mean? That sounds like some cat story. Like, like that shit don't. It's not believable. It's okay. That's why I say do the research. Go Google this. Google that. Exactly. I'll, I'll show you how to find certain shit. Exactly. Exactly. That Bro, shit is- I remember there was no hip hop. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I remember there was no hip hop. There was none. And I remember when Master Don. Shout out to Master Don. Rest in peace. Master D O N. If I'm capping, ask anybody who's my age, fifty and over. Master Dawn is the one, and, and, and brother like Cool Herc and all them, they used to do it in the streets. You had to go travel to go hear hip-hop in, in, in the Bronx. So you had to go to Brooklyn to hear Brooklyn hip-hop. You had to go to Staten Island, Long Island, Queens. Everybody's was different. Everybody's hip-hop was different. Bro, that's the I same. Know. That's so, I know you would know. You knew Brooklyn from Bronx. You knew who, oh, 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 what? They Brooklyn. How you could tell? Nigga, listen to them. That's Brooklyn. All day. Yeah. The way they talk, the way they look, because yeah. we had Manhattan making Brooklyn taking Bronx is the whack. Staten mm-hmm. Islands always smiling, the Queens bugging out on crack. And that's what it was back then. Mm-hmm. And so you knew who was who. Mm-hmm. Big facts. And Brooklyn will always rhyme, and not to say that it was true, but Brooklyn will always rhyme about if you niggas come down to Brooklyn, we robbing you. Manhattan Big was always funny. talking about fuck Brooklyn because they always rob you, but we making money. And they said, Yeah, y'all making money, but come to Brooklyn with that money. See what happened to you. <laughs> It was, and was yo, you couldn't be from Manhattan to Brooklyn to party. It wasn't going down like that back then. It didn't happen. Where you from? Was from Brooklyn trying to come up. Now, we had Union Square. I don't know if Where everybody remembers the club Union Square. But Union Square was on 14th Street, so that was the middle ground. So Brooklyn was there and Manhattan. So that's where everybody had the biggest fights because Union Square had everybody in. Everybody was in one spot. <laughs> that's why. That's where Harlem World got their name. Harlem World got they 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 notoriety um, from um, Union Square. That's where a lot of these rappers came up because you know there was a lot of times that you couldn't do hip hop at the Garden. Nobody wanted to hire you because it was too much violence. So it was only certain places you can go. 
to get it. You been to the tunnel? Thankfully the now, tunnel? it's everywhere. Thankfully, it's everywhere now. But back then, you had to go and really find hip hop. You could. It wasn't just everywhere like this. You, you ever been to the tunnel, King Cooley? Let's hit. Well, let's hit one of these bubbles right of here. Of course. Oh my God, I've been to the tunnel, and the only time you go to the tunnel is when you took a, a couple of blotters, a few mescalines. I never was in this sober, though. Hit one of those bubbles. We was right on mess tabs at the tunnel. Everybody was on masculine at the tunnel back then. Everybody was tripping. The whole place was on some trip shit. So you you thought the train tunnel was coming because you, you was in a train tunnel. It's an old train tunnel. So we would think the train was, was there's some lights that they put up. And you think the train was actually coming because we tripping. We on masculine. You got to remember. People <laughs> punching each other in the mouth because everybody's tripping. You yeah, know, You don't know what's going on because you hallucinating. Huh? Y'all was raving? Nah, I wasn't raved yet. You gotta remember, this ain't rave yet. None of that shit happened yet. But we was all taking masculine. When you went to the tunnel, you took blotters. You took a masculine tab. You know, you wanted to trip when you went there. I don't know if everybody was doing it, but we had the planetarium. We would go to the planetarium on masculine tabs and watch watch the the the, the shit spin around and all that. You'd be feeling like, yo, you ever did that? You never did a took a masculine and went to the planetarium. That shit is amazing. Me, we did weird shit, bro. When we came up, we didn't have internet, none of that. We had to do weird shit. <laughs> Come on, guys. Give Africa a break. Africa is good. Africa is good. I never said it wasn't, brother. I never said it wasn't. I'm only talking about my experiences in Africa. And you I met a lot of beautiful people in Africa. I met a person who took me to Prophet Muhammad's grave, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and nobody knows that he's buried there but a few people. Everybody else thinks he's buried somewhere else. So I'm not bashing Africa. I'm just saying Africa needs to come together under one nation like it used to be. You know, of course, there's tribes. There's 53 nations in Africa. There's 53 countries in Africa, and 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 each country has 53, uh, 60 tribes. So all I'm saying is, we need to come together and become strong. And when Africa becomes strong, American blacks can become strong. African Americans, so called, we can become strong together. We're not doing that. So I'm not bashing Africa, but Africans live in Harlem and New York, and guess what? They don't speak to us when they come to New York. It's a disconnect. I'm, I'm not understanding where the disconnect comes from, but there's a big disconnect between Africans and African-Americans. And I only know about the parts of Harlem and New York. They don't get along. They don't talk. All they want to do is do our hair, sell us some shit or whatever. But there's no real connection between the two. Now, we could talk about that part of it all day. You can explain to me why is that this case? I don't know if you live here in America, but when they do come here to America, there's a disconnection. Now, everybody, because I got a lot of beautiful African friends and beautiful people, but there is a big disconnect. It's not like, yo, my brother, it's so great that we're now coming together after all of these 500 years. It's not that. And that's what I thought it was going to be one big happy family meeting. And it just doesn't feel like that. And I could be wrong, but that's just my experience. Yeah. I mean, my opinion on that shit, maybe because they come to make businesses out here. They got, when they come out here, they got businesses, you know what I'm saying? They making businesses. So, so we consume. Sure. But I don't, I think, I think it's more important that when they do come get business, they get benefits, they get this, that, and the other. And I'm not, I, I can't say that it's proven, but I would almost guarantee because a lot of the other nationalities have told me when you come, they tell you to leave those people alone. Don't deal with them, don't integrate, don't even try to help them. If you do, you have a chance of losing your status. 
I could believe it. So. I could definitely believe that. They're to talk to you because they, they trying to make their way. And then they look at you like you lazy because they came five and ten years and they have businesses and homes and they took over your whole neighborhood. But that's because they get help from the American government so that they could be the new yeah. you. And you could be the old you out the window. You, you're no good. So, and I could be wrong again. This is just me speaking freely because that's what stereo is about. Speak freely. I can be wrong. I don't have a problem with saying I am wrong. A lot of people on stereo do have a problem with that, but I'm not one of them. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'll tell you and I'll apologize that you know, I made a mistake. I'll retract it. I'll correct it. But you have to first... Um, Prove me wrong. <laughs> talk your talk. You know, but you got a bubble. Let's see what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, cool. D's a cool cat. Uh, he came out here to the West Coast and shot a movie called Out Cold with the Ice T, Tony Listen. And he sat down and was telling us those New York stories while we was on the set. That's a cool cat. But of course, because see, Kumo D comes from a, like an Islamic, a Muslim background. So you know he coming with that peace, that love, that truth, that honesty. Now, now you don't, you, 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 know, you, you know, you flip it on a Muslim or any other person, they're going to give you justice. But as long as you come with love, truth, peace, freedom first, justice don't even have to be addressed. You know, but a lot of people um, take people's kindness for weakness. And he's a cool dude. But, you know, when he got into them rap battles and stuff like that back in the days, people took his kindness for weakness. And he had to prove a point. That's why he came out with Wild Wild West to let people know it, <laughs> it ain't sweet over here. <laughs> but, yeah, he did that movie in the Wild Wild West of California. Right. And that was part like he's always loved the West West Coast. He was always trying to bridge the West and the East together when everybody was trying to t tear it apart. Because I remember Public Enemy was out big. It was conscious rap was booming. Then they said, let's throw a monkey wrench in the conscious rap. We was throwing away our gold chains. We was giving it away, putting it in a pawn shop, melting our shit down, putting it in a safe deposit. And what we pulled out? Just your African medallions. So that's why we can't say we bash in Africa. I remember when we wore nothing but African medallions on our neck that cost us only five bucks and threw away all the hundreds of dollars of gold that we had. And we just only wore one $5 African piece on our neck. We was getting conscious. Yeah. We was waking up. Back in the 90s. But then they said, let's throw a monkey wrench and give them NWA, niggas with attitudes. Then we said, whoa, I can relate to that. And that, that was, was like, it. We still right. got gangster music to this day. We got drill music and all that. We had not gone back to conscious music. Sure, a few have tried, but as a collective, there wasn't a big movement. We had the native tongue. We had, we had uh, Jungle Brothers. We had, uh, you just had a whole movement. We don't have that kind of movement in the conscious direction. Sure, I like I like gangster music from the streets, of course. Yes. And I like conscious music too, because I'm from intellectuals. My parents are intellectuals. Their parents were intellectuals. Mm. So don't let the street fool you. Don't let that streets fool you. That's not who you are. You who your DNA says you are. That's lit you right know? there. I realized a long time ago. Like you said, all the people I've helped, 90% of them, I won't say all of them, gave me the ass to kiss when it was when it was their yeah. turn to help. 
about like not that I needed it, but there was sometimes that it's a, it's called a sine wave. And we're all born in sin, sign, not sin. S I N E. We're born in sign, but they tricked you because they told you you was born in sin. They took the E off. It's a oh. sine wave. So you go, you go up, you go down. There's good days, there's bad days. You got good friends, you got bad friends. You got good people, you got bad. It's sine wave. It's vibration. How you vibrate <laughs> to that? How you vibrate? That's why I tell people, oh, we have to. If you want to find money and find your love and find the best things that happen, so you have to use the law of attraction. Sure, but nobody told you what that really is. The law of attraction mm. means you have to work. You got to work for that. You got to put some work into the law of attraction. It's not yeah. that easy. Sure, you're attracted to that woman over there. She's beautiful. But that's about as far as it goes until you pursue it. Then you have to deal with the law of vibration. See? Mm. That's the real key. How you and that woman or that person, because I, I don't know people's sexual preferences and I don't care. I don't, I don't get into none of that. But whoever your partner is, how you vibrate with them. How do y'all vibrate together? Because mm -hmm. their vibration lasts. Things that are not vibrating or vibrating low can't get 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 with something that's vibrating high. They're just right, not on the same frequency. Don't it don't match. It's like you listening to um, I listen to ninety seven point one. That's a station here, Hot ninety seven here in New York. But then some people listen to um one hundred five, The Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm. But the mm -hmm. frequencies are supposed to be raised higher. So the higher you go on the dial of your radio station supposed to be more conscious conversations. The lower you on that dial is supposed to be the bullshit. So mm. the higher I go up on this dial, I want to be able to raise my frequency up too. But that's not how it works anymore. But it used to work that way. Hmm. That's late. So, you know, you have 88 and then you have 108, which is, you know, 20 stations up and like 20 frequencies. It's senior, you know. Right. Yeah, bro. I ain't never An think octave, about it. So yeah, and frequency only means how fast something is vibrating. Yeah. So you have a sine wave. If you stretch the sine wave long, then there's no sound. It's only so it's a low tone. You squeeze them together, you have a higher pitch, higher tone. So the the, the more things are vibrating faster and faster, and frequency more frequent is the higher the frequency. The lower you <laughs> vibrating, you fuck that nigga, fuck the <laughs> world. That nigga ain't talking about shit. Yo, you chat. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, right, man. What up? Yeah. I can't even deal with. It. I can't even go on that level. But yeah, I got a little niggas for you, bro. I, I got other niggas for your ass that vibrate on your level. Uh huh. That's a big fact. Send somebody else my way that vibrates on my level, and we could probably sit down and and build off of this negativity that we could probably say, "Yo, you know, some of my best friends are people that I had beef with before, but now they're my best friends." I said that. You know what I mean? How that should be happening. Yeah, yeah. Should your worst crazy. enemy is your best friend, and I'm your best friend could be your worst enemy. You know what I mean? No, I'm just saying. Press the button. I was going to make me something. You had your own set up. Oh, sorry, brother. Nah, you good. No, he had it right. I just drank. I'll make you some hot. You want some? Pardon self. You know, I drank my sister's morning coffee before she went to work. She gonna ready to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Better get that situated. I got I got yeah, a few she like, what? I got to head in too because I got the little ones going to get up soon. 
I just can't yeah, hear that sitting on this. I'm about to, you know, put something in the air with the sunrise. That's my meditation. Every time the sun come up, you got to put it up. But yeah, brother, I appreciate this, man. We got to do this again. I appreciate everybody who asked questions, who came in, especially Uncle Warren. Me and Warren going to do something one day because that's my brother right there. I fucks with Uncle Warren. Even yeah, though we're the something? same age, I'm probably maybe a little older than Uncle Warren, but still, only because Cece called him Uncle Warren, I call him Uncle Warren. But you know, that's my brother. Before you, before you head out, uh, Cooley, uh, what were some old school games that you used to like playing, like in the hood? Like, um, like for me, we had like um, come on, Ring Alivio, Red Light, yeah, Green yeah. Light, One, Two, Three. We had um, Red Rover, Red Rover. You never Red Rover, Red Rover. Yeah. Everybody hold hands. And you got to break the arms. We had Johnny uh, nah. on the pump. Everybody, you got you got to jump and break the break the train. Everybody holding each other, and you try to break them. About fifteen niggas jump on top of that shit till they break. <laughs> That's OD. You remember that? <laughs> nah. <laughs> we had flies. We up. played Skelly. We had in my in my squad. We, had, we played Skelly. We had suicide. Yeah, yeah we had that. We had we like, had suicide. Yeah, we had like a uh, free home. We had flies uh, up. Off the curb, you hit the ball off the curb, and they gotta catch it. Whoever catch yeah, it, go that's next. That's called, that's called, um, stoop. We call that shit stoop. Oh, we call the flies up, and then we flies had up. something called um, yeah. Then we had something called bad habit. You know, bad habits. Yeah, I think I remember bad habit. That was one of my favorite games. Like if you curse, if you curse, if you said a curse, you gotta you. They beat you. Everybody hit you. Too. You say okay, bad habits. But then if you say bad habits, if you say any B word, you had to say BB Bubblegum. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. We used to push people in the garbage. You know, you walk by, you push them in the garbage and all that. That was a game, though. Yeah, that shit was funny as hell, though. I think, like, Skelly was one of my favorites in, like, um, Stoop. Probably, like, Manhunt, too, running around the project bill because this shit hotter. Up in here, love and love, love and life. What's good? Good morning. I'm glad you showed up, Alice, because I want to say congratulations. I heard you got your check mark. Let's go. Oh shit! Oh shit! Alice is verified, if I'm not mistaken. Hey. Yep. See, she's verified. Talk about it, Alice. Talk about it. Salute to you. Salute to you. Congratulations. Showing love everywhere. So I get the meditation for Yo, but we had, we had a good talk. Uh, maybe we could plan some shit better. It was, this was just us fucking around. Me fucking around. I don't really know what the fuck I be doing. Yeah, yeah. I just be fucking around. around. No doubt. I would say hit you up. That was lit though. That was lit. Um, yo, but I used to, yo, I used to do a lot of fucking games. Honestly, I just like I'm not on here for that. I like I was so shocked because I was just like, I looked on my app and I'm like, wait, what? Why is there a little deal? I'm like, oh my god, am I seriously on the leaderboard? Holy crap! That's lit. Yeah, congratulations. I mean, even if you're not here for that, maybe the universe got you here for that. Yeah, I mean, I I think I have I think I have added. Yeah, I think I have her. Yeah, she sings too. She sang for me in one of my rooms. I had a little talent contest because I have a producer on here. That's how I met Ali Tay. She came in the room and sang. She she hung out with me for a couple of hours. And oh, her okay. and two Ooh, or three other people. Her and talent. Then, so, and when, 
When I hung up, I, only said, bro, I went to an Instagram. King Cool, you're a true legend, brother. I listened to you and I learned a lot from you, brother. Uh, he's a cool cat, bro. Appreciate that, Warren, brother. You already know. Anytime I'm in the left coast, I'm going to holler at you. Like, it means more to me the fact that, like, I literally um, made a connection and interesting and good topics and, and, and conversations enough to uh, make it up there. That That's what that's what I really makes me feel good inside because, like, that's my goal, to help people and guide people and, and make a difference. You, you 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 can help me. <laughs> Salute well, to you. I think it's great for you because you have those two little beautiful babies, and um, you know sometimes we hear them in the background when you're talking, and that's oh, the reason that's why you know. I, I I made sure I sent you some love to your cash app. Hey, I, I know I know what it takes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, she she good people. And I, I always do that. I do right. I do. I do random acts of kindness on here. I don't tell nobody nothing. I'll, if your cash app up yeah. there, all of a sudden you might you might just get something. You never know. In the Most High, you know. But hey, you see it, you heard it for yourself. Because well, I know only the Most High provides. Can nobody provide for you? Only the Most High. Only your inner self, your inner G. So my inner mm-hmm. G is given out to your inner G. Mm-hmm. And that's what I talk to. I talk to people. Hey, bro, if you ever uh, want me to share some West Coast tales, because, you know, uh, I grew up in Long Beach, and I've seen a lot of the West Coast movement as far as uh, Snoop Dogg, VIP Records, Nate Dogg, Warren G. So, man, I kind of like the way he put his stories together, man. I kind of got a little story to tell, too. So I like the way your show is conducted as far as... uh, Bringing cats on that can share the behind of the scenes and um, the stories of how the how uh, the rap and hip hop game began. So you let me know. I I I love to share some of my stories. Definitely. And I tell you, PC, you got your own lane, bro. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. You got a lane. Keep it going. I like it. That's why I told you. That's why I came in. Definitely, bro. Definitely. He was definitely saying that. I'm going to find it. You found it. I mean, even Warren just confirmed it. So mm-hmm. I, I said it, and then Warren said it. So I don't know what you want to do, but you got yeah, so we, it's coming from 6 a.m. knowledge. <laughs> because that's the um that's the shit that I seen. As soon as you put, as soon as you, you know, spoke that 50 cent story and then how all that shit, you know what I mean? intertwined it was like what and then that story just twisted real quick boom mandela like what what the fuck yeah you feel me because i'm sure there's a lot of stories that people have on here that we don't want to bash no celebrities or nothing like that that's not why we're here because i'm sure we got all kind of stories but we want to give let people know that it's it's not easy to do what they do every day because we've been there we see them we watch how hard it is and i just like to tell some of those stories when 50 Cent, or who was it? Or one of them said, more money, more power. Biggie, he meant that shit. <laughs> yeah, he felt that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah story. You know? Def- Just like nowadays, we see all these celebrities, they barely coming up, barely rapping. Two songs, 
on the charts and then somebody take them out. That's it's not right, bro. We gotta fix them. Wow. We gotta fix, bro. And we let a lot of stuff go on because we think it's gangster. I just think we should be more gangsters instead of gangsters. Kingsters. Mm. Talk about that. <laughs> I, I love when I'm you a gangster, like, but not a gangster. Because look, let me tell you, the original gangsters with the Europeans, when they came in, the gangsters of New York, they were the, in the 1900s, early 1900s, late 1800s. Those are the gangsters, bro. Look, those are the ones that was living in the ghettos. How did it flip? How did it switch? Can we switch it back? No, nah, I, I was trying to look up that 50 Cent shit. That shit, was, that shit was funny as hell. You seen it? You, you pulled it up? Go to thisis50.com because they got the best version. Well, that's what it was. You're going to get everything. Yeah, you said you that. Get the differentfigure.com and you'll see me in it in the front. Like I got dressed. You, you you know what I look like, you'll know it's me. QU was an African hip hop group form. All right, boom. So is that one? It says, um, this is 50 Angola, um, 50 cent chain snatch. Angola. <laughs> Do chain <laughs> snatch. That should pop right up. <laughs> oh shit. She got like a 1.5 million views, 2 million, some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was pandemonium. I still want my jacket to this day. I, it's like I, I have visions about my jacket. Somebody, some African rocking my. I know you probably pissed. And he got his chain back. I just knew I was going to get my jacket back. <laughs> <laughs> but the dude who took it, the dude who took it, let me tell you how he got his chain back, though. Once the dude took it, everybody saw who it was. They beat him up, and then somebody took it from him. When how he took fuck? it, then he got robbed in the crowd. Yeah, how the hell? How so the hell? Somebody grabbed it home? from him. It was a thousand. Look, everybody who's in the audience, go back and watch that video. We pulled up from the hotel. First, soon they show you from the time we got out the airport to the time we went to the hotel. We rolled past the venue early. On the way to our hotel from the airport, we went past the venue. And you, when you could see outside the venue, it was people online waiting to get in already. No girls was online. Not one woman. The Damn. place was packed. Arena full of people packed. All guys. So I knew. We was like, yo, where are the girls? None. Zero. I was like, oh, this is going to be a crazy show. It's going to be crazy. And then it was. <laughs> Yo, we we if you look at the video, we was riding in the motorcade. I'm in the same car as Who Kid, right? And I think Who Kid is in the car. Maybe Yale's in our car or something. And you can hear people. We all talking. And you can hear me. I'm like, yo, we hit a police officer. He was giving us a police escort in the car that we was riding and hit him. He fell off his bike. Boom. Right there. Wow. Be like, hey, yo. What? Where are we? Who Kid, Who Kid was shook. And I, I know no cap on Who Kid, but we ain't never seen no shit like this before. It's our first time in Africa. Well, is it my first? It might have been my second or third. But it's my first time going through some motorcade shit. Huh? They treated him like the prisoner. You're not a prisoner. They got to move fast. We on that kind of time. And you got people on motorcycles, the gangster niggas kicking the car. Boom, boom. Get out the car. We like, yo, what's up? What is? Who are these dudes, bro? And we got to fight them when we get to the hotel? So now you can see why when we got to the hotel. Now you can see when we got to the hotel. I'm like, yo. Huh? It's, I see. I think Say I see again? the video. It's like a big ass, like a big ass crowd. Yeah, and we—that's us just coming out the airport. Everybody, like, hey! And then they, 
He throws his hat in the crowd and all that. I ain't, I ain't gonna press play because I don't know if I'm gonna disconnect from you or nothing like that. So I watch it after. No, nah, they'll let you play. You can still play. Oh, okay. But the whole right. thing is, um, you, yeah, it's, if it's the one where he's walking out and he throws his hat, as soon as he come out the door, oh, everybody's like fifty. He coming through yeah. the airport. He throws his hat in the crowd. Yeah, it's that's the one. Yeah, this is fifty dot com. And the one where I was testing them with the diamond testers, and you could see me in the one when we was in Colombia. I think it was in Colombia when I did the diamond tester. So 50 cent, this is 50.com in Colombia or Medellin, one of those. And that's where I did the diamond tester or Chile. I think it's this is 50.com in Chile. I, I think that's when I did the diamond tester. If I find it and you don't find it, I'll send it to your, 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 your IG. But yeah. That's when I was touching their diamonds, and they was like, "Come on, Sha! I thought you knew we wasn't no fucking no fake ass jewelry, nigga." I was like, "Come on, yeah, you know I don't, I don't know, nigga. I gotta pull out my tester." And then that's when Fifty Cent took the tester from me. It was like, "Yo, we should take this to the award show," and I gave it. Fifty Cent still got my diamond tester since that day. I'm like, "Yo, can I get my shit back?" Buster got shit of mine. A lot of these niggas still got shit of mine, bro. I'd be like, Yo, "Can I get my shit back, though?" You about to go collect? Yeah, you collecting my shit. Yeah, we need a team, B. We pull up in the limo, pull up in one of your limos and shit. (laughs) In the black Lincoln, we're going to do it just like that. Or the caddy, we're going to do it just like that. You know know what's funny? When 50 Cent, when 50 was talking about he was going around collecting money from niggas that owe him, I was thinking the same shit. I should give him a call. I should call him. Like, where my diamond tester? My tester, bro. The fuck? (laughs) He going to remember because only one one person in his whole life gave him a diamond tester. It was me. Shit. So guess what? Now I seen 2020. Mad people had diamond testers running around testing gangster niggas in the hood. I was like, oh, I done started mm-hmm. something. Because you got to confirm it now. I did that 20 years ago. I did that 20 years ago, though. They niggas is late. We, we know you're just training set a long time. Mm-hmm. I know you got to go, but Warren, we loving this shit. Me and Warren loving it. Five seconds <laughs> of your first moments of awake consciousness is like the most influential moments of your entire day mm. <laughs> and oh, it's crazy how many of us will wake up and think oh i have to get up or oh and they just all you, you think something's so negative when we're blessed to wake up another day and have life exactly. and be able to breathe and and keep influencing and, and doing stuff in the world so i tell everybody if you're gonna work towards anything, always try and wake up in the morning. Make sure those first moments you you try and think of something great, anything, because then you'll have gratitude for with you for the rest of the day. Look to you. That's a. That's a mm-hmm. I always say that. I say that I'm I'm thankful and I'm grateful. Thankful and grateful every day. Every day, hey, that's my man. Uh... Thankful and I'm. King Cooley, one question, bro. What is your relationship, and what do you know about Jack the Thriller, man? That cat is a unique cat. Is that 50 Cent relative? Who did he say? Jack the Thriller. Oh, Jack the Thriller? Now, I don't know if it's his relative, but I do know um, he worked for ThisIs50.com as one of the hosts. So then that took him and he he branched on to different platforms. I don't think they related, but I do think they might have came up in the same neighborhood. 
if that makes sense. I think they kind of knew each other a little bit, but I don't think they're blood relatives. No, not, not, no, I don't think so. But he did come up on thisis50.com because he gave him a job and, um, you know, he was looking for a host and, and, and God did it. He did a good job. Mm. Yeah, that's what I was asking about. But he had, you know, they had their little issues because, you know, Jack the Rapper was talking about, I mean, uh, the guy was talking about how, you know, he had charged somebody $5,000 to help them with their rap career, whatever, to get them notarized. Like, you know, I'll play you on my platform for like 30 days, help you build your status for this five grand. But the dude thought that he said that he was going to introduce him to 50 Cent and help him with his career for that five grand. So 50 got wind that, oh, you selling, telling niggas for five grand, they can meet me and talk about their business. And, and Jack Rabbit was like, no, nah, I never said that. So the dude, Jack the Rabbit, had to give back the money. He gave, he, no, nah, he didn't have to, but he did give the money back to dude and say, yo, you, you wildin'? Because dude ran up on 50 at a, at a, um, while he was having lunch with his girl, his wife. His, his, his new fiance, baby mama. Um, he um he ran up on him while they having dinner, tried to fight 50 Cent, you know, in front of his girl and all that, all because he was supposed he, he wanted his $5,000 back. And 50 didn't know what he was talking about. And they kind of find out because of, of that shit with Jack. So him and Jack had a fallout because of it, but I think they cool now. But yeah, I don't think they related. <laughs> That's why I don't think they related. Yeah. Now, Yayo and 50 is mad close. 50 and Yayo is, is close because, I don't know, they, like, he's loyal. Yayo is one loyal dude. He had many times he could have probably stepped off, but he didn't. He never would. And I got to fuck with him for that, B. I see Yo, a lot of shit go down. You know, like, you see a lot of brothers. Everybody's like brothers. We all fight. So there was a lot of fighting in between each other and all that. Not real fighting. But, you know, careers and numbers and business and um people want to leave want to stay want to go want to get fired whatever not yale not fucking yale and i gotta say the same for split star many people have often deals bro and they turn down deals just to stay well what 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 fed them you know you don't bite the hand that feeds you you know and i gotta i gotta commend some people for that because sometimes all money ain't good money definitely and, you know, hey, hey, cool. what they you think still about, in the same spot they kind of was. What you think about uh, the trolling that Fifty used to do back in the day? Like, like which one was better for out of um, well, uh, internet trolling or just rapper trolling? Like him, like how he used to and troll, like Ja Rule, yeah, like Ja Rule, or yeah. how he trolled, yeah, yeah, and, um, yeah. Uh, I always thought it was just for business. I never thought it was serious. I always knew it was just business. For me, I thought it was just business. But then I, it got serious with, with Murder, Inc. and all that. And then I was like, damn, y'all serious? So I had, you know, like I said, I went, I reached out to my cousins and them, you know, I seen him. One day we was doing a show, I think with Little Money, uh, with Young Money and them, because I was on Soldier Boy's tour. And I seen Irv and them. Hey, yo, shout out to Soldier Boy. Wait, Cooley. Shout, shout out, out to Soldier Boy. That's my name. Hey, yo, he, he, he yeah, used to be. Well, a lot of shit. He used to do a lot of shit first. Soldier Boy was really, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like he was the one that broke the internet. He made back this in internet to what it is. Yeah, like he's all, for real, every for real. Instagram, every Instagram yeah. YouTuber, everybody who's getting money on the internet should thank him. Yeah, this was this was back in the Boost Mobile days. You got to remember that. Next tells was out. You know what I'm saying? That's everybody, what I'm saying. this is back in Black Planet, MySpace. Yeah, exactly. Aim. You had your aim. You got to remember that. <laughs> 
understand you had your aim. You know what I'm saying? If people right. were trying to put right. as ringtones on the Boost Mobiles. You feel me? Like you were still probably. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My man, I used to I used to do the flip phones. We used to do all the flip phones. I used to put ringtones on their phone. I used to put extra minutes yeah. on their, you know, they paid me to put minutes on their phone and all that. So we used to have all the bamboozles. We did everything. We used, to, we used to take the little pen inside the pay phones and take a paper clip and the very center circle on the pay phone, the, the receiving part where you're talking, mm-hmm. there's a hole in the center, 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 center hole, the most center hole. You stick a paper clip in there. And then you play inside with the key where you take the money out. They used to put the key in to take the money out the coin box. Mm-hmm. And you take them, you take it and you get electricity shock from the inside of the phone to the key box. And you can make any call you want. We used to do all kinds of shit, bro. We was the smartest. Because That's of fire. us, every every company had to put it through what they call the, the nigger <laughs> research team. All right, see, you, you got put it that. through the hood. The, and, uh, yeah, they put it through the hood. And we'll show you all the mistakes you made with your app or what you made with your shit. We're going to find out all the kinks. We should call them and be like, police code number 3599. And all you had to do was pick up the phone, pay phone, and say, police badge number 6625. And they'd be like, let me check. Okay, sir, put your call through. You can call long distance, anywhere, all over the world with that police badge number. They had to stop that because we, we figured everything out. We was figuring out shit. Way before, and so now everything is is got to be nigger proof, quote unquote. Yo, I I I shit I ever was putting the the the, the dynamite, the TNT, little TNTs inside the payphones, blowing them up, and the chains used to come out. Right, coins. Right, but like what the, y'all generation also figured out was how to put a hole in the bottom, and what I saw them do is crazy glue four or five M80s to each other and made one long stick of dynamite. Hell yeah. I, Y'all was smart because we was only just throwing M80 and boom. But then yeah. the generation behind me came up and they was making full sticks of dynamite out of these M80s and, and blowing like trash cans uh, always to 16. You know, the trash can went past the roof and came back down heavy ass with them big green silver joints. Them- oh, King Cooley, bro. Like, yo, we that's the reason why Domino's do not deliver. To, to they they stopped delivering <laughs> to the hood because motherfuckers threw one of them iron trash cans off of Cypress Projects onto Come a car. On. Oh my yeah. god! Luckily the guy that was shit's in iron, bro. That should have killed. Well, my, my 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 cousin got hit on Lincoln Projects. They threw a chair off the roof, hit him in the oh. head. He had to wear a plate in his head from that point on. Yeah, it's crazy. They throw shit off you at the project roof. Don't walk through the projects like near the building. You got to walk in the middle. If you ever from the project. Everybody know you can't walk near the building. <laughs> so you know you're gonna get hit with something project. coming out that window. You know the chain, the chain like the, you know the chain, like in the projects, right? You, they have like the the middle yeah. pole, and then a chain that goes yeah. through like a little and the chain and another pole. Yeah, yeah. So you don't Boom. go in the grass and all that. Facts, right? Boom. So you know some of them yeah. don't be on the motherfucking chain, right? It'd be like sometimes you just have the right. pole. <laughs> Shit, and then sometimes there's a pole that be linked. You know what I mean? And the motherfucking yeah, knuckle. Yeah, the knuckle on top might be loose, bro. Right. Somebody got hit with that shit off the seventh floor, off the roof. <laughs> For real. Oh, my, my, come on, B. Yeah, my, <laughs> yeah. Bro. One of the, the knuckles part. from the top? Yeah, the metal the metal part on the top of the pole that where, where, the, where the chain yeah. goes through. Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> round part, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, my man threw that shit off the roof, and, and he hit it. He threw it at his brother and hit him. 
put him in a put him in a um, hospital coma type shit. Damn, he had good hand. We he timed it right because you got to time it while they walking and all that. That's not an easy feat. He was just and yeah, and that shit is crazy. Like how far he threw that shit, bro. I think it was. You like, got to time it right because if you're coming from the roof, yeah. it's like sixteen stories, mm-hmm. twenty stories. You got to time it just he right. Seven. He was seven. So so eight stories up, basically, because you're on the roof, and he threw that okay. shit. Okay. Like so he did yeah, this a lot. He been he he know he know he been throwing water balloons out for a minute, eggs, all that. He know exactly I mean, how how much time it takes. <laughs> he ain't never thrown no motherfucking metal piece like that. That's death, bro. He almost killed him. Right, basically. but what I'm saying is like it just made me think of the law of physics, where if you took a water balloon and you took that same metal piece and dropped them both at the same time, what's gonna hit the ground first? Uh, I, I'm probably They're gonna say both the gonna hit the same time, same time. <laughs> True. Same time, it's gonna hit the same time. Yeah. So he already know it doesn't matter what you use. Gravity is gravity, unless you use a feather or some balloon with air in it. That's different. You're changing it. But if it's yeah. two solid things, they're gonna hit the same time. That, that's been proven many times over. So he already know he's been dropping eggs. He's been dropping keys, pennies. It's all the yeah. same speed. He know exactly when to let it go. So that's scary that you say that because we used to live on a roof, no lie. We used to be on the roof mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, we could use it back in the days. Yeah, they used to let us hang on the roof, have picnics, parties, everything. You can't go on the roof now. It's an alarm on the roof now with cameras. Like, yo, I got arrested. Yo, that's a story, bro. I got arrested in Come my Fourth of yeah. July, New Year's, yeah. the roof. Ba, 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 ba. Everybody on the roof shooting. I'm a Capricorn. New Year's Eve, and I, I I'm and Capricorn too. That's all they do is shoot. Oh yeah, thanks know. for the born day shout out too. Yeah, salute, salute. I was born New Year's Eve. My baby mom's New Year's Eve too. <laughs> That's official. Well, don't hit me. Don't hit me. <laughs> nah, she just she just be wild. <laughs> <laughs> she cool people now. We good now, you know, because my daughter 25. But mm-hmm. That's good. yeah, we. Cool. Cool now. That's the thing that people don't realize the parents actually turn out pretty cool later. <laughs> if you stick it out long enough, when your kids get old and your kids become adults, I got y'all can kind of look back and laugh at shit later. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember what you did. You fucking, yeah. All you had to do was sign the paper saying, I gave you all the child support, nigga. You took all my money. I want my shit back, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got 11 year old, a six year old. And a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. I got my um, I got a son. He's um twenty-seven. He's here right now with me. I'm probably too loud for the nigga. Then I got a twenty-five-year-old dog. Then I got a. Let me see. My son is gonna be twenty-one in June. Then I got a a son. He's ten. Then I got a son seven. Four baby mamas and all my baby mamas is forty five. Every single one of them are the same age. That's crazy. <laughs> you um, <laughs> any more kids? If you know, God willing, yeah, yeah I'm still healthy. Yeah, like if I can. If, if, yo, because let me tell you, that's your legacy. You don't realize that when you spit when you. Spit, when you share your DNA, man, it's nothing like sharing anything in the world. Like nothing else you can give them or give anybody like you can give them your DNA. That's nah, the best right. thing you got going for yourself. 
That's exactly what he told me too. Like, yo, if your DNA is shit, see to put out there. <laughs> if they would start saying that people can like, like you, you could sell your kidney if you broke, or women sell their eggs if they want. If they said we could start selling our DNA, there would be a, a price. The, my price would be so fucking high, you couldn't even pay for it. That's how valuable your DNA yeah. is. No, Melanin alone is is worth twice <laughs> the amount of gold. So imagine yeah. your DNA. We're gonna start off with a hundred million. That's just a that's just a uh, attention well, price. Well, it's actually a hundred trillion because a hundred million is only if somebody um, copyrights your name. Like, oh, oh, see, I charge a hundred million to um, to the judge and people who use my name. See, look, you have a straw man, so your name is in all caps on, on all your ID. If you pull out any ID in your pocket, all that ID says all capital letters. Yeah, I know. Probably want to get there. No, it's only one, I think. So we can do this. Exact other reason why I wanted to talk to you about shit like that, man. Shit like that. That strawman shit. Because a lot of people won't be fucking well, yeah. with it. I'm like, oh, well, guess what? Know. You know, um, King Librarian, right? Shout huh? out to King Librarian. He had hit me up in the back chat into my IG. Yeah, King Librarian. And he was like, yo, nothing. I'm going through some shit for real, for real. And I think also, um, what's the brother's name? I gotta say, um, Squint it. Mm. You know, Squint it. I forget what his real his name on here, but he always say Squint it from Mississippi mm-hmm. down down south. I helped him through some shit on the back chat, you know, and the shit works, bro. If you apply it, so I sent a few people mm-hmm. some some information on it, and they all got back to me like, bruh. You saved my life, bro. So this shit is some shit to it, bro. But a lot of people don't really understand it because it takes studying. It takes yeah. some real studying. I can't give you no get out of jail free card. Sure, I can give it to you, but what is going to be good to you if you don't know what it is? Yeah, you got to apply that. Shit. I need you your paperwork, really ID, and all that. You can have all the ID in your pocket you want, but if you don't know what it, how to apply it, you, you know the I application of knowledge is wisdom. You hear me? You got paperwork? Got some paperwork for you. Okay, you sent it to my uh, IG. No, I ain't, I ain't. I didn't. I don't got it on. I got it on my Gmail. Oh, oh, I got. You can send it to King Cooley at Gmail. I think my email's up in my bio now. King Cooley at Gmail dot com. You hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take a look at it and I'll send you, you know, what I did. I'll send you the shit I went through. I did my, I corrected my status in 2006. So you went morph? Mm-hmm. Okay. My name is Shahid Muhammad L. Um, just like so Squinted. You, you he just changed his to L. He just did his the other day. He just did his literally two days ago. He said, now nah, his L. My, he, he told us. My son was supposed to be the L. But my, but my wife. Who your son? <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can always do his paperwork. Once you do yours, his is automatic. Especially since he's still under eight. He's under eighteen. Once he gets eighteen, he can do it himself. But he automatically takes your your title. My man, a kill. You have to get he, your um, status correct. Yeah, I gotta do my shit too. 
I, don't I mean, know because let me tell you. Shit, bro. Like, if you, if you definitely into him, you love his music. It's in his music? Say it again. His name His name is Akil Ali. Oh, Akil, Akil Ali. A-A- yeah, so, A-A- how did he get the Ali title? You know how he got the Ali title? Yeah, he's moved. He's moved. He just chose it for himself? Right, but usually you have to be given that title. Somebody gives you it. You can't pick Ali for yourself. Ali's given to you. So yeah, I was just wondering if he was given that title from his. You have to get that from your, you know, your grand sheik or whatever. Because mm-hmm. Ali is a certain, legit, right? you know, it's no Wudu Ali, and you know Muhammad mm-hmm. Ali got his his title from named after no Wudu Ali, but through Elijah Muhammad, Elijah Muhammad gave him that and named him after Drew Ali. But the, uh, it's basically some freedom that. that I got. You heard King Cooley, right? Right, I like to see it because I want to see if it's for us or the Europeans. So you got to remember, it's a couple of different documents going on. Mm-hmm. Now, as a Moor, Moor has, um, they have status here mm-hmm. in these lands as a sovereign. Like we now so get, right? if you're European, like the Europeans that came here, they can't be sovereign here. You can only be sovereign where you where you're native to. Sure, they were born here, but your grandparents weren't. Your great-grandparents and their great-grandparents. You can't be on some... I just got here yesterday. Your parents got here last 100 years ago, but now you're an American? No, Trump is not an American either. Trump is a German or wherever his his parents are, wherever they came from. You know? Um, The Bushes are Germans. But they can trace their stuff back to a certain place in Europe. Where can you trace your place back to Africa? It's 53 nations. Which one are you from? As an African-American, you have to explain that to me. And then when you tell me which country you're from, then you have to tell me which tribe in that country are you from? Because there's many tribes in each country. You're a traveling man? Then you'll know your culture. Sure. Well, I can't be a traveling man because I'm the one who help them travel. We the ones who travel them with the uh, ropes around their waist. Now I just see on your 2000 eyes. Well, of course, um I'm I can use those symbols because we created them. Those are ours. We gave them to the European and they misused them and we're taking them back. Oh, okay, that's lit. The compass in a square is for you to circle your square. Like we're in a cube. They got us in a cube. Physically, mentally, spiritually. 666. So you use the compass to create the circle. Right. The compass is to make the circle around the square. The the square is so you can make straight lines. So you can walk the straight path. The circle is so you can realize what goes around comes around you know so you you circle your square you know sure you have to be square on your on your dean in the physical world but on the spiritual or the spiral world because everything spirals up or spirals down that's where the spirit comes from spirit spiraling all the time that's why you know the world is actually flat it's not round it's only round in the spiritual spiritual sense. In a physical sense, the world is flat. 
Mm-hmm. Spiritually true. speaking, it's, 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 it's spherical in nature because it's a sphere. You can't have lines. like you. Can, it starts with a dot. Dot is God. That's why they yes. have the glyph of the dot with a circle. That's God. But once you take that... Right. Once you take that dot and then you put an arrow on it and you and the arrow is going that way. Now you have a straight line. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's the dot with the arrow. That's the phallus. Baby. That's the male. Talk. Yo, we got to make that's this the male symbol. <laughs> Tell me we got to make this a thing. Right. But you're going to realize it's not for everybody. It's going to be only those that vibrate who's going to pull up. But everybody ain't going to be able to pull up to this kind of talk because a lot of it is metaphysical it's a lot of metaphysical (laughs) shit in nature and i'm not gonna just give you the keys i'm gonna beat around a little bit i might say certain things you know i want you to go study i want you people to look it up i'm not gonna give them everything pick pick my brain i mean i mean this for me i I would like to you know i'm saying this is this is dope to me you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i'm I'm gonna be on i don't got no if you're looking at my photos you see all my photos, right? You see, you see where my thumb is. You I know, I, I don't just do that because I think it looks cute. We don't, you know. I'm letting, mm-hmm. you know. There's a sign. There's a secret silent language going on at the same time. So let's say somebody took my pictures, on my IG pictures or any of my photos, and took it and did something with it. It's difficult because you know it's mine's or it's me because I'm doing pretty much the same shit. Like it's authentic. <laughs> You could tell a, a copy. You could tell when it's Memorex. So I do that to let them know who I am. So like, let's say the police come grab all your phones. They grab all your pictures. They're going to look through them. And they're going to be like, you know who he is, right? You know mm-hmm. what we're dealing with. Right. Right. So when I mean, when I send in the court, let's say you don't have none of your, your, your crown is not on. I'm dressed like the average dude in the street. And they grab me up. First thing I'm doing is when they put the handcuffs on me, my hands is going to be a certain way behind my back. Immediately, they're going to know who I am. See, that's the kind of thing that I can't really expound upon here, but we could do a back chat because I do have a back chat on, do you have planet? I mean, um, space, this app called Space, S-P-A-C-E. If you don't, you know, download it. We got a back chat with the Moors. I got a back chat on that. And it's with the brother King Dolo. You can Google him, King Dolo, King of the Moors. And he's pretty deep on the signs and if you watch his videos, then I don't even have to say a lot of here because he's already got YouTube videos on it. No, but that's his world. Watching. His name is Dolo, D-O-L-O, King of the Moors. And he got plenty of videos. And he's a little out there a bit because he's from the streets. you know. So if you can't understand his the way he, his energy is in Swipe Laugh, you know, but <laughs> his energy is, he's about it, he, but he's just from the streets. And it's just as simple as that. I'm more the intellectual side of him, you know, because we have a great Navy. We run a whole little army, damn near a small army of, of dudes ready to go. Um, you know, we do martial arts. We do drill teams. You know, discipline. You know, these young kids, they're coming out of these gangs and they're looking for something else. And, you know, we snatch them up and we train them. We teach them and we, we give them a different flag to, 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 to fly. And we give them their crown. They earn it though. You gotta earn your crown. Once we put they 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 put that crown on, bruh, it's over. Because everybody in the street knows you now. Everybody's looking at you. You're gonna be surprised how many people stare at you when you walk. They wanna ask you questions. And the police giving you little thumbs up. 
and winks. You know, you know, what the fuck is going? You wear that? I wear. I wear the court to the airport. They're like, you gotta take that off. I'm like, no, I don't. In the airport, no, I don't. They make it everybody take off everything they had. They didn't. You know, I ain't taking nothing off. And then they realize, like, okay, okay, sir. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. I said, where's your supervisor? And then they're like, no, no, it's no big deal. We don't have to go through that because they know what it is. But if you take off your crown, then they got you. You just gave up your crown, bro. Are you serious? Would you tell the king to take off his crown? You stupid. You go, now you're going. So it's a lot of shit. That's it. Right. You you just became one of us. Hmm. Even if you was sovereign, now you're not. You're public. You know, it's different. It's a lot of stuff secretly going on. It's not what you say. It's how you how you react to what's going on. Yes, sir. Because one time I was in court and then they was like, oh, you a sovereign citizen. And I said, oh, so you calling me names now? That's called slander in in the court of law. I'm not going to say yes. No, none of that. I'm not playing that game. Oh, you're slandering me. See, change it Mm -hmm. up. Switch the narrative. Oh, you're calling me names now. Okay. How can mm-hmm. I address this? So you left your honor, so that your honor, whoever he is, I go my honor because it's not your honor. It's my yeah, honor. Yeah. Never say your honor. Always say my honor because it's his honor that you're in his presence. You're the one who runs the, the courtroom. Everybody in there works for you because you don't realize that. You know? Mm-hmm. But if you come in and say, are you the defendant? I don't. I don't even know what that is. You have to explain yeah, what that means. As soon as you come in, they'd be like, are you the... So We don't realize why you pay taxes because they said they called you a taxpayer and you never denied them. They said mm-hmm. all taxpayers must pay and you pay because you called yourself a taxpayer. I don't call myself that. Mm-hmm. You called me that. Mm-hmm. And when I go to court, they'd be like, well, what's your name? No, they'd be like, are you so-and-so? And I'd be like, I don't know. They said, well, what do you call yourself? I said, it depends. You know, because mm-hmm. my children call me daddy. I address, I, you know, I answer the daddy. I dance, I answer the son when my, my parents are talking to me. I answer the motherfucker when my baby mothers are talking to me. So I answer to a few different things. But see, what they're trying to trick you into is saying that the all capital name is you. Mm-hmm. But that ain't mm-hmm. you because five minutes after you were born, they created a whole new person on paper, gave you the paperwork and told you to tell your mother and them to sign off on it. Gave you a social security card and birth certificate, and you kept that in your position your whole entire life. You're still holding on to these damn documents. Why? Because they told you to, but you don't even know what they are. The uh, banks, wasn't that like birth a certificate for the banks? The bank certificate, both bank statements. The birth certificate yeah. is the is is your account. Yeah, basically. The um, social security card is your ATM card, basically. If I could put it in terms that we can understand. Mm-hmm. So every time somebody asks you for your social security number, when you go get a job, you go get a motor vehicle license, whatever you're going to do, and they be like, can I get your social? They're tapping into your dough. Because your job doesn't pay you. Nobody pays you. You're paying yourself. It's called your Q-SIP. C-U-S-I-P. Your Q-SIP number. Look up what a QCIP number is. And I won't go no further because I'll let you come back and then we can have another. You know, I don't want to just keep going and it's just too much. I'd rather, when you come back, like, yo, let's go back into this QCIP thing. You know, then we can, you know, go further. Okay. Just talk, you know, I know you got to get things going at 7 a.m. That's the number, the spiritual number. And um, 
We're going to do this again. We're going to definitely do this again. Soon. I'm yes, gonna, I'm, like, I, I ain't got to go into the, um, I ain't got to go into work tonight and shit like that. So I just got to worry about the little ones getting on the bus and coming back out and shit like that. So in the, in the meantime, I'm, I'm going right, to just leave up. me up. I'll be around. Maybe we can All do right. it tomorrow. So. Inshallah. Right, yeah. Peace and love. I just shared this, so I'm sharing it to everything. You already know how we do. Salute, King. Appreciate you. Want, I, you know, we might have said some things here and there, but it don't matter. I can yeah. back up everything I say. And I might <laughs> rather share it because I want people to know that we are talking, we chat, we get, we're going live. We're going to make mm-hmm. this, a, you know, maybe once, twice a week thing with us. And I'm going to get you to all the other Apollo dudes so you can get them, chat with them, a couple of my peoples that I know that's in the music business for real, for real. They don't say nothing or hear about it, but I know who the fuck they really are. <laughs> but, you know, I, yeah, and we do some, uh, we do some shit uh, with them too if they want to talk. Yeah, link me. I'm I'm here for all that shit. I'm I'm loving to connect with everybody. You know what I mean? I show a lot of love and support yeah, to everybody's yeah. content. You know what I'm saying, but um, we're gonna definitely right. link up. I gotta head out. Get, all right, get morning and shit like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say uh, salute to everybody. Appreciate everybody that tuned in and stuff like that. And appreciate you, King Cooley, for real. No doubt. Same here, bro. Appreciate it. Peace. Be safe. One.